Listen to this. Zakawani, the flying winger. Here's Brad Evans. It's Steve. It's Steve. Who is it? It's Brad Evans. <laughs> Happy days are here again. Turning with a drive. It's Steve Zakawani. Evans with the left foot. He's an attacking threat, Brad Evans. This is so weird. The party has started. Hey, what's up, Sounders fans? Welcome to another episode of Side by Side and how things have changed. A couple of wins, a couple of results going our way, and suddenly the Sounders look like they have a very, very clear path to the playoffs. Of course, nothing is set in stone yet. Four games to go. A um, couple of teams above them still got to play each other, but you've got to give the Sounders credit for taking care of their own business. And we talked about the Houston win, which was kind of, you know, inspired by Nuhu Montero and wasn't the best performance but you got the win done but then the Austin win very different it was dominant minute one to minute 90 it looked like the kind of the sounders we've been waiting for the whole season like where has mm-hmm. that team been where you're just dominant you're at home I'm looking at the stats here in the game and it was it was all sounders you know I did the game from the sideline um, it's as comfortable as I've seen the team play in a very long time uh, what did you guys make of it? But before you ask us any questions, you're on the sideline. We're watching from 75 rows up, yeah. right? So we get the bigger picture. I want to know what it was like from, yeah. from down on the sideline. Well, the noise, the, yeah. the communication, the pace. It, the, it felt like the coaches, a, yeah. too. Yeah, it, it felt like a big game. So first of all, I would say I understand. I said, I said on the broadcast a little bit. I understand Austin's success. The people involved there, you know, before the game I'm seeing and Josh Wolf walks over, had a quick chat with him, and then I forgot Dave Yarnall was on yeah. his staff. He came over, yeah. Preston Burpo was there. Yeah. Um, yeah, so it's like Dave Tenney came out yeah. to me. So they have a good staff. So I understand why they've made it work off the field and now it's translating to on the field. So that was good. Um, I had a chat with Schmitz before the game. I said, were you tempted to start Montero? Mm. He goes, yeah, we had a conversation. Wow. Like I thought about starting him. Where? Um, where? Where would you have started him? That's the great question. <laughs> but he's like, for how well we played, he goes, but... We just said, let's give it one more, let's see. And so Freddie understood, and that was fine. And at halftime, I interviewed him on air, but I spoke to him before the second half started again. And he just was, look, we have to get the next goal. Mm-hmm. Like, the, we have to get the next goal. Like, the difference between um, us winning or losing comes to 2-1 or 3-0. If we get the next goal, the game's over. Being on the pitch, I'll say this. It's like, one, the game is very fast. You see that. Um, you forget how the atmosphere is. And if you get... I don't know if the Sounders fans are familiar with Aki. Aki was... Probably one of the best ever sportsmen people we've had here at the Sounders. He came up to me right before kickoff and he goes, it's intimidating. He goes, now I understand what opponents went through. Because he sat on that Sounders bench for years oh, yeah. working with our players. He goes, it is intimidating. And he, like you come into this building and the fans are going and the boom, boom, clap. And he's like, holy, like this is, I understand what the opponent goes through. So you really feel it, man. Being That's on the cool. pitch on the sideline, it, 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 it's, it's still, we've got used to it. It still is a very special atmosphere, man. Yeah. And when the team performs like that, I mean, this place should be a fortress. I just can't believe we lost so many home games in the past two years. It's crazy. Like, we never used to lose at home, ever. Crazy. Back when we played and even when we've since in 2018, 2017, yeah. I'd love to see how many home games we actually lost. And it seems like in 2021 and some of this year haven't been the same at home. But this was, put for me, as dominant as you can be. I'm looking here. I mean, it's 3 nil dominate possession you know only five shots but four on goal was the key Austin 10 shots one on target I don't remember Stefan Fry making a save to be honest maybe one from Brad Ring it was like maybe. super yeah. early on yeah and, simple and, and catch in the, like production truck we have a 
sponsored yeah. element that saved the match, and we were just like, what yeah. do That's we it. show? Yeah, Steph had nothing. <laughs> he seemed comfortable. Exactly. Nico looked good. Albert looks happy. Jordan was electric. I mean, it just, Raul got the two goals. I mean, can't say much more about this it just was a dominant performance and you just wonder where has this been all season well you you have to think about injuries yes consistency guys are motivated for for national team call-ups that's generally how it goes yeah right they're, they're the ebbs and flows of the season you had this immediate spike and buzz around champions league and you're like oh. all right are we gonna really make a run at this champions league and it really starts off, can you get a result away from home if you mm -hmm. look back at it, right? And that's where it all kind of kicked off. Okay, we're playing okay. Yeah. Before we even have an MLS game, we got to go down south and, and perform in a really difficult atmosphere. Yeah. They did that. Yeah. yeah. And those, those are the ebbs and flows. And, and we talked about it last week, looking at the teams that win Supporter Shield and MLS Cup, and can you throw in another trophy? Man, we still have yet to see like a true treble, I think, in, in this league. Right. And that's wild to think. And so... Well, let me ask you the, this, though, because you were on the 2014 team. Yeah. One Open Cup, right, in Philly? Open Cup and S Support, support shield. shield. And yeah. came very close in the playoffs. Yeah. How did you guys attack it? Were you guys compartmentalizing or just... Well, that? the crazy thing is, yeah. is there were still ebbs and flows of that season because 2014 was... We had one in Philly, and then we went to New York and rested three days later and got smashed. I remember that. Right? I watched and that then game. you're kind yeah. of reevaluating. Yeah reevaluating yourself and you're kind of second guessing but when I look at the subs that came on in those games yeah. it was guys like you know Chad Barrett uh, I think Kenny Cooper was yeah, here as well yeah, and, yeah. and Marco Papa and yeah. you could rotate Lamar Nagel you could rotate yeah. high quality yeah, guys in 28-29 that were experienced I think we might be missing a little bit of that experience when it comes to like subs coming off the bench. In, yeah. Montero, yes. Kellen Rowe, and yes. And Will those three, yeah. But if you're talking about true attacking power and prowess kind of in yeah, their I'm primes, think, yeah. that, was a, hmm. uh, that, was a, that was a stacked team. Yeah, um, it was. Built a little bit different than what our team is now. It wasn't really a possession base. It was, it was a real running gun. Solid. And then, go. and then you had Oban clean up top. Yeah, Oban clean, <laughs> which was, it's, it's yeah. a video game at that yeah. point, right? <laughs> People will talk about that, that duo for oh, 10, 15 years, 20 yeah. years, right? You'll look yeah. back always, and they'll always be on the wall here. So that was special. But watching that team play, my big question is, you had seven days leading up to Houston. Yeah. What happened in that game? And then the next week, what happened mm. that changed to put in a performance like that? Yeah. That's where the questions, when you look back on it, is, man, what, what's going on? Yeah. Why, why are maybe these ebbs and flows? That's what changed. Yeah. yeah. Maybe, maybe that's the catalyst you need sometimes. Is, yeah. Is one thing to happen, and then, okay, now we got confidence. The goals can come from anywhere. Who knows? Yeah. And guys are kind of flying. Um, yeah. That partnership, Jordan talked about it, between him and Alex. Yeah. yeah. That could be something budding for the future. Mm -hmm. um, and you need to have those... Yeah. Um, and, and Albert on the left provides a little... He actually does provide a little bit of cover yeah. for, for, for Nubu. Nubu. He does, yeah. Because he's yeah. just a smart player. Yeah. Right? He's very good. Um, so maybe, maybe these are the right mix of players in the right positions that are coming at the right time. I think I saw a stat today that with those results last night, it's still only a 53% chance, according to stats, for if they go 2-0-2, two, oh, two, actually. Really? They still have a 53% chance of, wow. of making it in those, those four games. So... With Vancouver's result last night, everything went our way. It did, yeah. But that's it. a 3-0 drubbing of the Galaxy in Vancouver. And that's a team that's the, the Galaxy, still I don't, there. I don't think the Galaxy will get in. I don't I, think so either. I don't want to attempt anything, but like the struggling. LA Galaxy always fall apart at the end of the year. They're struggling. I mean, always. they do play Colorado and Every, then San Jose. Um, I don't have the exact quote. I think Schmetz made a comment about training adjustment, something mm. about we've 
lessened the volume but we kept the intensity like we're doing a bit less so i think it's something along those lines and yeah i asked well mike the yeah. here and he went down to training and was like yeah they really only just played at 8v8 that's it and that was yeah. pretty much it so, so i think yeah maybe it's fresh tweet, maybe yeah. they are tired legs yeah uh, maybe we're just at that point in the season where some guys just have to ride a bike yeah you're not going to get yeah. any better at soccer at this point no. Yes. Can you just be healthy for the game yeah. and give it a full 90 minutes, yeah. right? Throw everything yeah. throw everything out there, everything on the line to get it done. Yeah, exactly. So I'm looking, you know, you know, I mean, it says 53% chance. I mean, 2-0 and 2 go on that. I mean, Vancouver, yeah, tough game, winnable. Cincinnati at home, tough game, winnable. Missing, Kansas away. Missing Jordan, missing Raul probably, right? That'll be for, for that game, right? Players, okay, yeah. that'll be, yeah. And then, this isn't, the, this isn't the worst running, you know. Kansas, San Jose, Vancouver and Cincinnati. No, it's still in the sound of sounds, but the room for error oh. is very, you can't, you just it's cannot zero. slip up. Zero. You just, yeah. you've got to be perfect. Just, you can't lose. It's, that's the problem. That's the one thing I'm worried about. Um, lineup wise in Vancouver, do you change anything at this point? Or you just keep going with these guys? No. Just no. keep going. Keep going. You keep the, you definitely keep the two center midfielders. Of I mean, course. I've been impressed by, yeah. <laughs> I mean, they've been good. Yeah. I, 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 I talked to Schmetz after the game yeah. in the, in the, uh, in the carport. Yeah. And you know, I just brought up the point of, of Danny and Atencio, yeah. and his point was, okay, can they do it consistently? That's his big thing. It's true, yeah. And that he knows better than we do. They're young players, but from the outside, they, they look ready to take on that challenge. Yeah. If you have that block of four, and if Yamar plays like he did, he, he was fantastic. He <laughs> was, was everywhere. Exceptional. He was man. everywhere. He was. Um, covering every yeah. single ball and, and playing out of the back and just smart. So they can do it, and I think that they're proving it which is yeah. huge for this team in the next four games. Who, who was your, when you broke through, who was your first midfield part? Who did you play alongside at Columbus? I had Brian Carroll behind me. So okay. we played a 4-4-2. <laughs> he was defensive mid and, okay. and I was attacking mid. And then Robbie Rogers on the left, Eddie Gavin on, on the, the right. right. And yeah. then Gijay coming off the top with Alejandro Moreno. I just, yeah, I wonder, because I think back to Christian Rodin breaking through and kind of yeah. being able to play alongside. You always think you need to play alongside a vet to kind of find your way. You know, Atencio playing next to JP. It made sense. He can learn from him. But these two, I mean, together, some, some, something to do with their youth. I don't know what it is. They've dominated the two games they've played. They've freed up Nico. They freed up Albert. Freed up Jordan. Provided great cover for the back four. And pretty much, you're going you're to have to ride them through the season and the playoffs at this point. I don't see what you could change. I mean, Kellen Rose, obviously, an option yeah. at some point. Can you put Albert back there, maybe? I, I've been impressed. I've been impressed. What, I, what, I, yeah. what I told Schmetz afterwards was the... And Ozzy did this so well, and mm. JP does it too. It's the first tackle from a defensive midfielder that sets the tone yeah. for the game. Yeah. And about seven minutes in, six minutes in, Danny had that one tackle where he smashed. Yeah. I don't know who it was. And won the ball and got off on an attack. And as a player, if you can have one yeah. little moment of brilliance early in a game, and especially just in your role, right? Yeah. Center back, you and win a header, yeah. you knock yeah. a guy off the ball, you make a tackle. Defensive midfielder, you're sliding, you win, win the tackle. ball, and you go the other way. For you on the outside, yeah. it was, can I beat a guy early on right. and set the tempo, right? Yeah. It's all these things that kind of set you up for success throughout the game. You don't yeah. want to wait till the 90th minute to yeah. make your first tackle. Yeah. It's, not, it's not how the game is played. So I think that that set the tone for both of those guys. Said, yeah. okay, we're here to play today. Make a hard tackle and let's get off and, and yeah. imprint our, our name on this game. Yeah. The three teams immediately behind the Sounders, Colorado, Vancouver, and I, we can include Sporting and Houston if you want to go four teams. Um, all played a game more. Yeah. So they're on 31 played. Sounders on 30 played. Now, let me ask this. Would a draw in Vancouver be the worst result ever? No. 
No. Two home games, no, two away no. games. Win the two no. home games. Yeah, win two home games. Tie the two get away. That, get that result. But you're also counting on having to get a result in Kansas City at that point. Yeah, it's tough. Yeah. Right? The Sounders can win this game. They should win this game. Should go for a win, yeah. There's no reason why we shouldn't win this game away from home. Yeah. Who would you take from Vancouver over our starting lineup? Yeah. Anyone? I can't think of one person. I don't think yeah. so, right? But they're playing for contracts, and I think it's a team you saw you know, last night that they can put in the work mm-hmm. and, and looks like they can get a result versus yeah. a Houston side. Yeah. But Houston went back home and I think got a result when they played at home. So um, something to be said for home teams right now uh, when it comes to this battle. I, yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm agreeing with you a lot here. Um, what was it like when you guys used to play in Vancouver? <laughs> I played there just a couple times. Play. We were much better than them. I, I only thought yeah. when they had Laba that they were a, yeah. a better team. Yeah. When, when Laba was as their number six, they yeah. played a better brand of soccer and had a bit more bite. But I, I think we may have, I don't know, how many times have we lost there? Not like, many. Maybe two or three. I remember a tie, not, not sure, a tie here and there, but yeah, yeah it, it was never, anything, it wasn't, it wasn't like an intimidating atmosphere. It no. wasn't like, it just was. The fans I mean, are so nice. They're yeah, Canadian. they were nice fans. It yeah. was, it really was. You, you walked in, it wasn't like going to play in Portland or, you know. No. So, yeah, I mean, Vancouver, I, I've always said, I don't think they figured out who they are in this league. I mean, they have everything right there. They got the infrastructure, they got the stadium, they got the training pitch, great location, but they've just never really convinced me to be honest and with where they are in the season the stage we're at for the Sounders I think it's a must win in the sense of you look at the four games you circle the ones that you absolutely have to win this is one of them um, you beat Vancouver um, you mentioned Jordan Raul missing um, mm-hmm. that Cincinnati game looks like they're going to miss it is that I mean Jordan has to he can't say hey my club Greg my club's in a chase for the playoffs. Can I miss this? Not with 60 days at that point or so to the World Cup. He has to go, right? No chance. He has to go. No, if he doesn't go, he's out. <laughs> and you saw his quotes. He was bringing in guys. Yeah. That, and Alexi made a good point today. Yeah. It's like, why are you not bringing in all your top? You can't tell someone, oh, we're going to take a look at this guy. Yeah. When guys are performing elsewhere throughout yeah. the world. Yeah. At this point, you have to bring in your best players. Yeah, absolutely. And you have to get that rhythm. I just, I, I guess, I just don't understand that point. I'd love to pick his brain. It, it was a bit. The, the comment he made on Brandon Vasquez, which again, not. To, yeah. It was a really strange comment that he yeah, doesn't that have weird. a body of work with us. They can't bring him in. But how is he supposed to get a body of work? Yeah. Like the guy's been lights out for Cincinnati. It's like, the whole, like you just you have put, to get your foot in the door. But how do you? Get your I would rather weird. you yeah. say, I would be "We don't off. think he has the soccer IQ yeah. to play in our system." Yeah. Just be honest. Yeah, yeah, that's fine. If you think he's just good in Major League Soccer because yeah. he's big and he's on a run right now, yeah, and maybe your worry is that you bring him in. And he's lost. Yeah, I, I kind of understand that a little bit. Um, yeah, and was... I would. I'd actually love to text. I should have called Noonan before this and get his <laughs> opinion on is he, is he ready? Mm. Is he ready, or is it just he's in the right place at the right time? Right. This is a good I, question for you guys. Yeah. As a player, if you had a coach like talk about you publicly, do you want them to say the truth, or do you want them to sort of do media speak? Like, oh, I, I, I would always want the truth. I, I, don't, the truth. I don't care. Yeah. But even if they're saying the truth to you one-on-one, not in public, I would just say, say something hey, different. No, what is that like for no, you No, he can just say, Brandon and I spoke. He knows my reasoning. Yeah. I know he'll have a bright future, but at this time, he's not ready. So, something like that. I think when you say things like, you know, his body of work isn't there yet with us, therefore we can't bring him. I, I, I would be pissed off if I'm a player. I'd be like, look, I'm do- I, all I can do is play well for my club. I've done that. Mm. What more could I do to get in? So that will bother me a little bit. But that's, that's, yeah, the Ch- so that's the Chad Marshall question too. <sighs> that one, I've never understood that Right? One. How, why, that why has always bugged me. Included? Yeah. And if it's a coach's decision to say, hey, 
what whatever it is, we don't like his attitude. We don't like his yeah. whatever. We don't he, we don't think he can fit into our. Which he said about Tim Ream, which was more right. honest. Right. He goes, we play a high line, we want this, we want that. Yeah, I don't think Tim Ream fits that. And, yeah. No problem. So you know, it, it's better to be honest because we are still asking those questions yeah. ten years out of Chad's prime. Wait, why wasn't he involved? Yeah. And maybe there's a quote out there from Bob or whatever, but yeah, I don't even think Chad ever got a straight answer. No, so that no. goes back to your question. Honestly, yeah, give me the straight answer. Yeah. Or put it in the press so I can at least read it somewhere. Yeah. Right? Yeah. You're always left wondering at yeah, that point. Yeah, very strange. Um, let's, let's stay on the U.S. national team. Are the kicks that bad? I, I don't <laughs> think so. I, I'm trying to understand. Like, maybe I just don't know. Like, uh, Have they been getting crushed online? Oh, killed. I like them. Really? I don't see what's wrong with them. It's I like, don't, uh, yeah. Alexi's been defending them all morning, so yeah, he's know. on that side of it. I in general, what, what people it's, oh, want. it's basic and it Nike, Nike it didn't put any thought into it, etc. Look at Nigeria's, look at this team. The well, blue, the blue I, is I, definitely good. I mean, the, they're complaining about the white kit. It's so plain, the same. I would say it's. I don't that know. is kind of the our tradition when you yeah. look back at US jerseys. There's never been one where you're like, Wow, that's that's amazing and outside the box. Yeah. This is a country of soccer players that have been hard working <laughs> yeah. and the jerseys come as an afterthought. Yeah. Right? And I think, do we need a jersey that's like speaking to the world or should we go about our business in yeah. a traditional way? What's your favorite <laughs> US jersey? I like people love the Waldo, is that the stripe one? Yeah, one? I know, yeah. that's my favorite. People like that was I kind know. of if I different. It's iconic that like, you remember it. Um Yeah. I, I remember I will always remember the uh centennial jersey. Is that the that one with wore. No. Um, what, what's one what's what do you call the one that landed in the the one with the blue with the white the white stripe across? I don't know what that was called. It's like a diagonal white stripe across. I remember Landon Donovan being iconic and I'll find it. Um I don't know. I don't really think been in any like super iconic kids. But it's the same for England. Like England kids over the years. I don't think in, yeah. in like, England I've ever heard the fans care that much about the kit. I don't remember. But um, maybe I just don't care. Even like soundless kits for general. I might have an opinion for a day or two. And then I just don't care. Like it's just like we're just going to wear it. We're going to play. Like yeah. We wore ones with that weird metallic bra strap thing in 2010. <laughs> okay. One or two days I complain and then. You're talking about the 20. 10 I World think Cup so. Kit. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Where, where Landon scored. Yes. I remember yeah. Landon in that kid. Yeah. Yeah. I like that one. Steve, um, the fact yeah. that you described that as a bra strap, I'm yeah. never going to look at that kit. That kit. Yeah. Like I like that one. Yeah. yeah. But maybe yeah. I'm tying it to the moment with Landon scoring and like yeah. maybe that whole World Cup. But Not, 94 was the biggest uh, with the stars across. The, de the denim. Yeah. 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 yeah that was more uh, outspoken. US, yeah. And 94 World Cup. Yeah. Mm. You know, that's the one where Alexi Lawless has all the crazy the hair, hair and the yeah, that picture so, that everyone always sees. Yeah, so I don't, I don't, you know, um, I don't know. The kids are they're fine, but yeah, fans for sure have their opinion. I'm sure people way more into kids than me can tell you why exactly they're not that good, but in general, for me, um, wear a paper yeah. trash can and win the group, and then it just doesn't win. Matter. Yeah, just win. I agree. Uh, before we go, let's we said keep the same lineup. Um, in Vancouver, yes. What do we know anything at all to ex what we can expect from Vancouver? Because I really don't know. I don't I know. No idea. I don't even know who, uh, who they're going to start, who they're going to play. They played. Like, is Brian White still doing? I kind of. Like, yeah, he, yeah, Brian yeah, White's starting. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, Brian White's starting. Ryan uh, Gold, but, you know, he was good for them for a while. So it's. Yeah. But they're, you know. Saturday, Wednesday, Saturday. Yeah. Right. So who Yikes. who do they start? Who do they play? Yeah. Uh, at this point, you know, they, they, 
I don't know. Yeah. We don't know. Cavallini has eight goals. Much. Ryan Gold has seven goals. Brian White has four goals. So, yeah. I mean... Yeah. Julian Gressel's there, I think. Right? Is he there? That's right, from DC, right? I think. Is he? Yeah, because he went to DC initially. So, I looking at the last lineup here, the team that beat Vancouver 3 0, I mean, they're playing out of a 3 4 2 1. I mean, it, it, yeah, it's. I don't, I don't think it's a team that's found themselves um, all the way. I really don't think so. It, it's a game the Sounders have to win. Um, Sounders should go there with a similar lineup, as we said. Last thing on this, approach wise, do you go there and like. You know, we've seen they won't play five in the back. I don't, I don't foresee that. Um, but you see a different approach where maybe your line of confrontation is a bit deeper. You're sitting back, trying to play in transition more, or play the way you play against Austin, where you're just on the front foot and just get after it. You have to. You have to. Have At to, this right? point, you have yeah. to. You have to go in and from the beginning turn them around, and that's from the first kick. Mm. Get the ball, smash it into their end, and you set the tempo away from home. And I remember, you know, like you said, you never know what you're going to get when you go in there. And I think it was 2014 we went in there, and I've never played an easier game in my life. Mm. Chad Barrett scored one early, and maybe Clint as well or something like that. Yeah. But I've never been in, and I think it was Gonzo and Ozzy in front of us, Chad and I, and then, I mean, I just remember connecting. Yeah. And they just sat back and absorbed pressure. And you can't do that against a good team. Yeah. yeah. And so I would expect them to come out and... and present their game to the Sounders and be on the front foot, but that provides us with opportunities as well, which is the dangerous part, right? Yeah. It's kind of a little bit of a chess match. I think, man, I, I just, I love that game. I, I could watch that game over and over because yeah. it was so easy and so fun. Yeah. And uh, anytime you can just get off the front foot and just connect passes early on, it just sets the tempo. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. But I think for, the, for Vancouver, I don't know if they have the quality. I just don't know. I think your point was clear. Would you take any of the 11 in our 11? The answer is no. So right there, it tells you it's a game you play on the front foot. Um, we asked this a week ago. Let's ask again. In this room now, do we feel the Sounders will make the playoffs? Um, I'm 50-50. I just don't know. I'll have an answer on Sunday morning once you see that. It's, it's impossible to say, Steve. <laughs> <laughs> like, I... I I'm, I'm just, really, I, I don't know why really I can't say know. yes, because I still feel like, now it feels, it feels like, it feels like it's in the Sounders' hands. Of course, you win out. Um, Sounders are what, 39 points, is it? Yes. If they you played, can mess up 51, right? If they that played yeah. at the level they did this past weekend, they'll be in. Absolutely. Yeah. If they can even have three games like that, they'll be in. Yes, yeah. they'll be in. Nine points now, get you in, I think. I think nine points get you in. They didn't play like that against Houston no. at home. So, what Sounders team are we going to get? That's the big question mark. Well, Keely Broadcast Info. Uh, Fox 13 Plus and Steve Zakawani, Casey Keller, and Keith Koskin will all be on site in Vancouver. Am I in the booth? I'm on the sideline. You'll be on the Uh, sideline. I love it. Heck yeah. I love it. Shout out to uh, Danny Leva's sister signing with UW. Oh, yeah, Yeah, that was awesome. Yeah, yeah. Congrats to her. Yeah, amazing. That's very cool. What's crazy is when I do sideline, in some stadiums, like the fans, you know, a little bit back and forth, sometimes a little bit banter, um, like a little bit of heckling, which is great. Um, Vancouver is always so nice. They compliment my suit. It's not even They'll just compliment Canada, my it's hair. Yeah, yeah. They're, they're so nice, the fans. We went in there one time, and <laughs> yes, I remember so walking nice. out of our tunnel yeah. on our side and turning left, go out for warm ups, and then you come back, and the fans, a little bit more fans in the yeah. stadium in their, in their section, and they're just like, there's, you know, maybe two or three hundred and they're just like who are you you know okay 
And I walk up and I'm like, hey, I'm Brad. I'm so like, all right, have a good game. Like, oh. <laughs> I wanted so him nice. to like, give me something, you know? <laughs> and then you go to Portland and, and they'll literally different. rip your face off. Yeah, yeah. It's so it's nice. So good. Vancouver fans are so nice. Yeah. So I didn't realize at Portland, you guys have, when you walk in the way that the bus is, yep. you like walk yeah. right Behind, along yeah, 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 where yeah. all the, you have to well, the I didn't know that, that until I'm like walking in my like little dress. Like, our a away lot section. Like, shouting at me. Yeah. Yeah. Our away section has to be there early. Yeah. So when we get there, that yeah that's what you hear and then they feel they fill in a little bit later and yeah. shorter but i did not know that that's yeah. a tough that's that's a tough place to play well the sound is coming up a great win against austin three nil three great goals clean sheet all good stuff no new injuries nothing like that now go to vancouver 7 p.m kickoff um it's a must win we've been saying it for weeks and weeks now at this point it's a must win very very small margin for error We'll be back next week. There's no game in the weekend, right? Because then there'll be the Correct. following week against Correct. Cincinnati. We have a 10, um, day, uh, ten day break, ten day break, which is great for the Sounders. You know, get I a little bit more fit. On my calendar yeah, a long yeah, time. a little bit more healthy, a little bit more fit. So we'll be at, back at some point to preview Cincinnati game, um, which of course at that point will also be another must win. But as always, appreciate you listening, tuning into the podcast, like, comment, subscribe wherever you get these. And let's cheer on the boys. Hopefully, I'll be there on site. Another three points. I'm just predicting three wins and you're in. Get nine points and you're in. Can we get the first of those nine this weekend? We shall see. We'll be back next week.